0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Champions Cast, episode twenty nine. My name is Andy Spateri, and joining me as always, my co host Taylor Wells. Taylor, how are you doing tonight?
1: I'm doing pretty good. Andy, you've changed.
0: Yeah, I'm not really feeling myself tonight. I don't know what it is.
1: <laughs> huh. Must be all that Zelda you've been playing recently.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, like old school Zelda. I've, I've taken a, taken a liking to Zelda so much that I decided I wanted to be a girl. <laughs>
1: All right. Hey, we support all kinds of attempts here <laughs> at Delta Dungeon. Alright, so... But who do we have with us? Obviously,
0: I'm not Andy Spiteri. Um, I am, however, attempting to very slowly take over his job one podcast at a time. But it's your girl, Kat Vadam. <laughs> and um, Andy is out in the world tonight doing whatever that... Canadian man decides he wants to do up there in that country that may or may not actually exist.
1: He's on secret assignment in <laughs> that country that doesn't exist.
0: <laughs> um, and with us tonight, we do have a very, very special guest. Uh, you know him. You love him. He is the founder and all-around head honcho of Linktober, Joel Siegel. Joel, how are you doing?
2: Hello. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I, believe, I do believe that country... Uh, that Andy is in, is referred to as America Junior. Um, So, since he's not with us, I'm really hoping there's something involved with bacon, uh, baked beans, maple syrup, and hockey. But (laughs) if not, I'm
1: going to be very upset. Isn't Canadian bacon just ham, though?
2: You know, who are
1: we to judge? That's true. Americans. I just know that every time I make that pizza (laughs) order, and I order Canadian bacon... I don't get bacon, I get ham slices. (laughs) I was expecting so much
0: more.
2: If that's the only thing we gotta mess up, then I'm not too worried.
0: (laughs) Right? Alright, well, what do you gentlemen say we get
1: started? Sounds like a plan to me. I think we got a fun, exciting show for everybody. I
0: do too. Um, Tonight we are definitely going to talk a little bit about, uh, all about Linktober, all about Everything, art, and creative, and inspirational, and Zelda. Uh, we're gonna take a little bit of time to talk about talk about Linktober itself, and then answer some fan submitted questions because apparently this show has fans. <laughs> or maybe it's more so Linktober wow. has fans.
1: <laughs> wow! <laughs>
0: hey, it was great Don't worry, while it We're gonna guts. fix that in post. <laughs>
1: we're definitely fixing that in post. <laughs> wow! Wow! Yep. Yep. The savagery. It's I, I do sense the Andy in you.
0: <laughs> well, let's face it, though. Had, uh, had I actually been Andy, I would have boasted that we have a bunch of fans.
1: <laughs> That's true. And there would be some stupid line about how Final Fantasy IX is the greatest thing ever. And it's just, it's complete and utter crap. So now that we <laughs> don't have him here saying that, let's go right into those questions. <laughs> All right. So...
0: Uh, Joel, you and I definitely already have kind of sat down and talked a little bit about Linktober, uh, which is going to be in print form on ZeldaDungeon.net. <clears throat> cough, cough. Hashtag plug uh, on Monday, and let's uh, let's talk a little bit about that. So tell us about tell us about Linktober or where it got started.
2: Oh, um, all right. So let's start from the top. Uh, those of you um, that. Uh, may or may not know or are familiar with uh, stuff in the illustration or comic industry. In 2009, uh, a gentleman named Jake Parker had started what's known as Inktober. And uh, Inktober is, and has remained, a daily ink drawing of all of October. Now this spread through the comic and illustration industry. Uh, and people have attempted to do all 31 days for many years. Uh, eventually it came to me and I had attempted it once or twice, not being able to get all the way through it. Um, and so in 2015, uh, I had thought, what if we, what if I use something that inspires me that I know has really a plethora to pull from? Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, The Legend of Zelda was, uh, right there at the top of the list. Um, sitting amongst Star Wars or Spider Man, um, or even embarrassingly, SpongeBob SquarePants. Um,
1: <laughs> I mean, we all have to have our flaws, right?
2: <laughs> Who
0: are that's, you, people?
2: It's you know, not a flaw. That's not a flaw. This is Patrick. So, um, <laughs> but, uh, but, I, took, uh, I decided then that I was going to theme mine towards The Legend of Zelda, and I started to use the Drawloween prompts of 2015, so each of those were something like Monster, Goblin, Witch, Mask, and things like that. Um, and so I used the Drawloween prompts and themed them to Zelda stuff, related it, all across any Zelda that was existing at the time. Um, even pulling from the animated series. And I I did it. I pulled it out of the bag. I did all 31 days. And each day I shared it on social media, hashtagging it with Linktober, because I thought I was being crafty. <laughs> um, turns out uh, I was not the only one. There were two other artists um, that were doing Zelda-related art for their Inktober's, hashtagging it as Linktober and sharing it on the Internet. Um, Two of us finished all 31 days, the other gentleman did like 28, thereabout. Um, And so there were three participants uh, in the first unofficial Linktober of 2015. And since it got me through it, I saw a window of opportunity saying, Hey, you know what? I know there's a ton of Zelda fans out there. Um, hopefully they're all listening to this podcast, but um, <laughs> there's a ton out there, and I have known that The Legend of Zelda has inspired creativity in many, and so I said to myself, let's let's see if we can make this a thing. Uh, I snagged the social media uh, handles for it um, across uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and DeviantArt, and I got the URL, so linktober.com is mine as well. Uh, I built up the entire website from scratch and um, and came up with a calendar of 30 prompts. The 31st is always free for all. Uh, 30 prompts of things from the Zelda universe and, uh, huh. excuse me, the Zelda fandom, um, and, uh, and put it out september of 2016 um in which i think i may have messaged zelda dungeon probably messaged Zelda the universe both with with this new calendar and got you guys to release it on social media somehow and uh it grew from three people to over 300 uh in 2016 and has continued to go just grow exponentially from there uh so 2016 was the first official year Um, As I said, lots of participants, then 2017, so last year was the first year that I kind of enlisted some help um, from a few of 2016's participants. Uh, They are known as the Rangers and they are artists from literally all around the world. Uh, They helped me last year and then we added a few more this year and we currently have 10 Rangers. Uh, from around the world that helped me come up with ideas and do a lot of the resharing on social media, as well as uh, answering fan questions, talking to a lot of people. So, um, Linktober would also not be per- would not be possible without that cool crew of awesome people. So that's that's kind of the short version of the story.
0: Um. So you kind of talked about you kind of talked a little bit about the the calendars and. Mm. How do you come up with all of those different ideas?
2: Ooh, uh, this is also a good story. Um, the first year, so since it was just me, just me, that first 2016, uh, I sat down and I wrote out 50 uh, ideas Dang. from Zelda stuff, uh, but they were all relatively vague. So they're ones that you could really, really... Play with the interpretation on, or fall into more specific things fall into those categories. So, um, I'm trying to remember a few of them off the top of my head, as a matter of fact. But if I pull up the website, I can actually tell you exactly some of them. Not that not that I know what that website is.
1: <laughs> right. It's it's not as if you've created it from scratch or anything, and you know, had the fun. That
2: sounds that sounds like a quote. I
1: uh, it could be.
2: All right, let's see. Uh, 2016. Yeah, we had we had some relatively vague prompts: uh, spiders, fish, uh, settings, bombs, rupees, island, owl, hand creatures, mask. Um, Hand, yeah, yeah hand I, was, I was I was kind of stuck are we on that talking one. about dead hand. hands <laughs> Ew. Ah, dead was totally one of them.
0: Oh, people
2: are so talking creepy. About the
1: traumatic experience I had as an eight year old getting grabbed by an undead blob of things. It still haunts my nightmares.
0: That.
1: I promise you, we had people do the dead
2: hand. We had people do bongo bongo. We had people do wall masters, floor masters, Zant's hand, and even the the triple question mark that needs the toilet paper. Oh yes. Oh <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
2: So, I mean, literally, all hand creatures were in there. Um, so, as I said, it was a vague-ish prompt, but everybody had their own interpretation. So, I came up with 50 of them, I cut them all out, put them on little squares, and then I pulled 30 of them out of the hat, knowing that the 31st was going to be the free-for-all. It's kind of like the reward at the end of the month, where if you get through all 31, all 30, and you get to the 31st, it's like, draw whatever you want! So that's why I never choose the 31st. That was the first year. The second and third years got a little more intense because since I enlisted the help of the Rangers, they helped me come up with all the other prompts. Um, they, I have them submit something like 10 to 20 ideas. Um, and then I go through and I cross-reference all the similar ones and keep the ones that are different separate. And then we vote for whichever ones we like through Google, uh, Google Docs, Google Sheets, um, and then we narrow it down from there mm-hmm. and go from go for thirty. Now that's that's only the case for the main calendar, the green one. For those who aren't sure that's the green calendar. Um, the second calendar appear calendar to appear was called linked over quest, and that's the linear one. So that's the one where you can create an original character and take them on an adventure through the lands of Zelda, usually Hyrule. Um, But uh, that calendar was a combination of ideas between myself and our ranger, D.B. Root, known as Red Alchemy. Um, He works in game design, and so he has a mind that's of that ilk to come up with stuff like that. Um, so, Quest Calendar came out in the second, the second year of Linktober and then this year uh, we added another one which was also partially BB's idea called Linktober Chance. And that one is very involved and literally each day is a completely different chance at something new. Uh, all, the, all the prompts for the days are vague. They'll be something like desert, sea, snow, Uh, Link to the Past, Link Between Worlds, uh, Ocarina of Time. And then whenever that happens, uh, you roll a d6, and whichever number it lands on dictates further details of that prompt. 1 is is place, uh, 2 is item, 3 is NPC, 4 is enemy, 5 is weapon, magic, armor, and six is main character. So, depending upon what you roll, you draw something from there.
1: Sounds a lot like chance time from earlier Mario Party titles. Could be. Could be. That's, uh, it's a pretty neat implementation, I think. It's been a lot of fun so far. I'm just sketching
2: for Over chance and not actually doing full drawings, um, so I'll probably complete them all later. They're all in little artist cards, so so far, so good. We've had a lot of people doing chance, we've had a lot of people doing quests, and we've still continue to have the most people doing the main calendar, um, and then there's still a lot of people that just draw their own Zelda stuff for, uh, for Inktober and hashtag it with Linktober. We still reshare that, um, no big deal. If you're drawing Zelda and you're hashtagging it Linktober, we're more than likely sharing it.
0: It's all about Zelda. I actually started doing the quest calendar with an original character, and that was, that was a lot of fun. Um, I... Unfortunately, haven't been able to continue for very much, but I want to get back into it, hopefully, this week. Uh, don't know if I'll be able to catch up on the past, what, like, two weeks? Week and a half hey, that I've missed, it, but it, I'll, I'll pick it, it back up. Yeah.
2: <laughs> as as I said to you guys before, there's really kind of, like, no rules at Langtober besides having fun. Uh, the main MO, which is relatively the same as Inktober, is to get into a rhythm, to practice, to get better at time management mm-hmm. with your own art so that you end up improving. You create a habitual nature of creating art. You improve. You have fun. I mean, skill level doesn't matter. It just doesn't. Just If you love Zelda, you like making stuff, Linktober's for you.
1: Pretty That's simple. absolutely a wonderful way of looking at it. Mm-hmm. I mean... As as a writer, and I think just as an artist in general, like the the concept of being consistent, as well as like completing projects, is so important. And I think that so many aspiring artists get too lost in in the detail of oh, am I creating enough? Am I, you know, am I able to actually finish what I want to work on? that that whole thing kind of slows down sometimes and kind of inhibits progress and this Mm -hmm. kind of thing really really seems like it's there to help uh help alleviate that
2: Mm -hmm. well a lot of people feel the pressure too they're all just like oh i have to keep up with it yeah Mm -hmm. that i do every day and so in art and it doesn't matter what art you do but in art you are your own worst enemy you're your own worst critic and so you're gonna sit there and just be like just, just as Kat just proved, as a matter of fact, she she feels guilty about not being able to keep up. <laughs> but, but that's, but that's, that's the thing. It, it's fine. It totally is fine. Life gets in the way sometimes. That's cool. You're gonna try and catch up. That's also cool. And if you end up doing all 31 days, whether that's on time, and I'm putting that in very loose quotes, or it's days later, then it doesn't matter. You did it. You still, you still made it happen. So you still got through it you pushed all the way
0: i was just kind of proud of myself that i picked up art for the first time in almost like a decade it was it was literally just a, a reason for me to pick up my pencil and my sketchbook again and start creating something and i mean that in and of itself was was satisfying and was like a really really cool thing for me so
1: mm-hmm. that's kind of downright amazing honestly (laughs) like to be able to inspire and encourage people to pick up you know a pen or a pencil after x amount of years and and start doing something that they used to love or continue to love is it's great it's inspiring Thank Kat, You're not the first person to say that to me.
0: You were actually kind of telling me a story along those lines, and do you do you want to reshare that? Because I'm not gonna lie, I read that and I immediately sat back and went, "Who is cutting onions?"
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Damn, I, she could. <laughs> I can I can definitely I can definitely sum it up. Um, a participant over the past year or two had faced some very 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 dark times in their life uh, and had come across Linktober in which they decided that they were going to pick up art supplies and get into it and it's literally brought out um, the fire and passion for art and recreation and this person has felt, it's it's been incredibly therapeutic for them. So much so that they feel that it's brought light to the dark situation that they faced. So, in effect, kind of saving their life, if you will. I don't know. I, I don't necessarily like using those terms because I don't. I, I don't. I don't know. It's, it's very cool. The way they put it um, was absolutely brilliant, but it. Linktober helped someone in a very dark place. And I'm. Positive, that they are not the only person, and so it was, it's an incredibly touching story. It's not entirely for me to tell, um, That's fair. so I can I can only give very loose details. Um, it helped someone who hadn't hadn't done art for a long time, and they now do it on a regular basis. They create all sorts of art, not just drawing or painting. Um, they have. It's it's revitalized their lust for life is basically the way to say it. And now they're selling their art as well. So helping in effect oh, them. that is super money cool for themselves and it just it's it's snowballed into something very, very, very beneficial for them. And that's that's definitely another goal of Linktober. If it does that for anybody, then our job is, is done. We've done a good job. We made an effect.
1: Meant something to someone. That's an important part. I agree. Part. Mm-hmm. I, I've always been of the opinion that you know, if if art can save lives, and so can creating art.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't I mean another thing with Linktober is, <clears throat> while we are born from Inktober, it doesn't mean you have to do everything in ink. You do not have to be doing this stuff uh, just straight up on paper in ink. Whatever doesn't matter. You can be. Uh, doing interpretive dance, you can write, you can sing, you can do, you can compose music, uh, you can paint with oils, you can use placemats at a truck stop and crayons. I don't care, whatever. <laughs> I mean, if you're if you're making Zelda stuff, I mean, it it can be cosplay, it can be costumes, makeup. Uh, we have we have a woman that does nail art that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. We have people that do all sorts of stuff. And it's still Inktober. It does not have to be ink. So you could do ceramics, do some sculpture, you know, chisel into a giant block of marble, whatever. Those are everywhere, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's well, easily accessible, yes, absolutely.
1: Theoretically. <laughs> <laughs> theoretically. <laughs> fair
2: enough, fair enough. You
0: Next know. project, uh, I guess.
2: <laughs> plan, plan a song and dance sequence with a bunch of ghosts, because it's October, so I don't know.
1: I'm definitely creating an interpretive dance regime with Andy that we're going to perform at the next marathon.
0: Um, I'm recording this and awesome. holding it forever.
1: <laughs> right. I will you know, cherish it's, it. It's just gonna be it's just gonna be C. Don and Link doing yes. some very interesting dance moves that only that are only privy to certain Canadians.
0: <laughs> In the background, though, can we have uh, can we have somebody dressed as Cass? playing.
1: Yes. Yes. Awesome. We we'll somehow convince Mossies or Goo to do that. <laughs> oh, my god. We have Mossies to.
2: Is cast. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 Sorry, creative guy, imagination running wild here.
1: Oh I yes. Mean, <laughs> let Imagine it go Mossies wild. In
2: a full in a full cast costume. Yeah. With an accordion.
1: Completely. I mean, no
2: he probably has that accordion already. If it if it exists and it's a collectible, he has it, right?
1: <laughs> Pretty much Inevitably. Not only that. Not only that, I would be the first person to guess that he would actually be halfway decent at playing it. <laughs> if he had yeah. it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> so what I'm uh. hearing is I now have something to look forward to at the next marathon. <laughs>
2: Whoa! Did you did you not before? Because I mean, the yeah. Oh no,
0: I absolutely did. But now I especially <laughs> want to see Taylor Jam and pass. Andy interpretive dancing to Mossy's playing accordion. See now we like that's impressive. made it that's made it even like a thousand times better than it already was. It was already amazing, and now it's just like epic.
1: <laughs> In any case, let's move on to the next (laughs) next question. Before before we lose our entire audience into the imaginings of my interpretive dance with Andy, let's keep the train on the rails.
0: Uh. No, the spirit train has
1: long gone off the rails.
0: (laughs) A couple of of people submitted a couple of questions for you.
1: Sure, we can get right into it. Yeah, let's go for it. Yeah, first off... um, our very own Andy Spiteri has decided to ask you a question, Uh-oh. and don't worry. Don't worry. Actually, it's not <laughs> as bad as the interpretive dance questions <laughs> no. that will be appearing later on. Um, he asks, "Why the Rangers? Like, what? I'm I'm guessing the question is along the lines of, you know, what ke- what what came about that had you come up with the name Rangers and you know the whole concept behind that."
2: Ooh uh the name um for those of you out there no it's not the power rangers Sorry. darn um <laughs> i was i was never a big power rangers fan tried to get into get it off. but uh <laughs> the name the name name rangers comes kind of from two things one uh the national park system rangers rangers are uh they're they're the people that are there to keep watch over it to make sure it is good not only that, but everybody's favorite ranger, Strider, or also known as Aragorn, is uh, that's another another good source of inspiration for it. So, but the necessity for them came about from the thought that if this was going to be something that is so fan-centric, that I needed to bring fans slash participants into it and that's where they came from not only that but them being in their the first year of having the rangers being last year uh they were a load off my shoulders with the resharing and stuff like that because i got married on october 29th last year so that was right at the end of October <laughs> last year so i needed
1: i needed some extra help there <laughs> Well, congratulations. I'm
0: sure that made planning and executing of both Linktober and your wedding a little bit interesting.
2: <laughs> it's a, a tap dance I shall never do again.
0: <laughs> well, here's to hoping not. Here's to hoping you won't have to have, go through another
1: wedding. Remember, till death do us part. Exactly. Ah, so there is an escape clause. <laughs> well, uh,
2: I mean, Okay.
1: Theoretically. (laughs) (laughs) Our next question comes from our very own Skip, who says, who actually asks, this is my first Linktober, and I'm loving the motivation and camaraderie it stirs among the community. I would like to hear what your favorite day so far has been, and which day to come are you most looking forward to? Ooh,
2: ooh, these these are good questions. Um... This year, let's 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 give some year answers. Uh, My favorite day to come yearly, let's go with that's been on all of the calendars, uh, all of the main calendars so far, is the one that just happened yesterday, which is Mask, because Mask is a very very fun day. Thankfully, we have uh, one of Taylor's favorite games, Majora's Mask, to pull from uh, on a plethora of mask designs. However, as many Zelda fans know, there are lots of masks that appear in a lot of other games. Um, Whether it's other characters wearing them, or Link having them for some reason, or coming across them, Uh, but mask is probably one of my favorite days. Um, This year, so far, my favorite day was Link, which is kind of unusual for me. Uh, I fear drawing the main characters um because of my own artist bane where it's just you know you feel as though you're not strong enough or good enough to draw them yourself or something i don't know there's over analyzing
0: almost morons. like there's a certain precedent set sort of thing like nerves right. like can i live up to right. it
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so this year uh just the other day uh day 11, was was Link. It was Link. Um, And for it, I drew Link from Oracle of Seasons, uh, the famous Capcom image of him swinging the rod of seasons uh, that we've all seen a million times. Mm -hmm. I had drawn slash painted it um, in 2001, as a matter of fact. was my very first piece of Zelda artwork, and it was okay. Uh, And so I decided that it was time to draw it again. And so if you go into my Instagram, you can see it on Linktober's reshare as well. But if you go into my Instagram, you'll see it. You'll find it faster. You'll see the original piece from 2001. And you will see my drawing from just the other day. Um, And you can judge the differences and skill growth in and of itself, if you like. I don't care. It was just... It was fun. It was fun. This year has been a challenge for me because I decided to take up doing digital inking um, to push my own skills in that wheelhouse. Because for the past few years of Inktober and Linktober, I've been playing a lot with traditional tools brushes, crow quills, regular pens, microns, you name it. Um, But uh, my all-time favorite day... That I've been through so far, we'll get to the coming up as well. Uh, was probably day nine of last year's calendar, which was classic slash retro, in which I uh, I actually did an ink wash um, of the very opening scene of Link's Awakening. So it's Link hanging on to the mast and the rope for the sail.
1: Uh, I love and she's that image. Fall off into
2: the sea. And so I did that one in a full ink wash, and it came out as one of my best pieces. Um, There was a lot of heart and soul that was put into it, because Link's Awakening is within my top five. Um, So that's probably my all-time favorite day and proudest in the case of artwork. Looking forward, however, um, this is part of Skip's question. Let's see, what do we have yet to come? Today was meal and food. That's a good, good question. I have virtually all of the days thumbnailed out. So thumbnail, for those who aren't familiar, is a very loose sketch. Loose and small. Um, So I have most of them thumbnailed out. Man, what is (laughs) <laughs> well skip this is this is one that most everyone who's who's looked ahead on the calendar will probably agree day 26 cuckoo attack
1: yeah it's gonna be one of the most
2: fun days
1: <laughs> oh yeah that's awesome we cannot wait for that i might have to write something for that
2: <laughs> i really i mean it's gonna be it's gonna be a blast i'm not gonna tell you that i have some grand piece planned for it i just know it's going to be such a fun day but like, there's just gonna be so much laughter um, it's secretly,
0: just, it's, secretly, the most dangerous enemy of the Legend of Zelda games, the cuckoo.
2: Oh my God! <laughs> it's, it's it's keep it. It's it's the the quiet, quiet little enemy that watches you from the sidelines. Just don't piss it off. It's uh,
0: always going to be there.
2: <laughs> otherwise, free for all is always a day I look forward to. Just just because uh, myself and some of the Rangers may have something fun in store um i will not drop more hints tonight (laughs) but um yeah free-for-all is always a fun day because everybody has fun with it it just it is what it is so and skip i'm hoping you're looking forward to some good days too
1: yeah i mean Mm -hmm. this whole this whole month just the the way that it's laid out and the way that i've seen you know from all the submissions coming through and such it's it just seems like such a fun and such a such an inspired week or sorry month of, of art and fun. Like I I can't imagine, you know, what it's like to just be you know, inundated with all those ideas and in, in how to create something, you know, so so creative and so so fun.
2: Well, the let me tell you this Taylor, the amount of prompts that we had to choose from, ideas that we had to choose from this year for the main calendar with Ten rangers and myself. Uh, we we narrowed. We narrowed hundred and fifty ideas down to thirty. Jeez. So.
1: <laughs> and that's just, the, that's the greatest so thing though. Like you're you're able to come up with that many ideas, and just launch them all together. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty cool.
2: They would have come up with more if I had asked them for more. But you know when I only asked them sure. for ten to twenty, it just. <laughs> Ooh, that
0: was a lot of ideas. Oh. <laughs> well,
1: going back to something you said earlier, is you were yes, talking sir. about how you um, had just kind of forayed into digital art as mm-hmm. opposed to reg- uh, you know paintbrush and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. For those of us who, who don't know a lot about it, what what is the difference between the two mediums, and and what what are some of maybe the pros and cons of each?
2: Oh, golly, this is a good question.
1: Um,
2: well. Uh, I was traditionally trained, more or less, just on on pen and paper, analog, uh, if you will, in the case of artwork. So switching to digital is, there's a learning curve. Um, you work with a stylus or an apple pencil for some, I don't know. Um, a stylus that sometimes they have some different tips and stuff for for different tools, but uh, you work with different programs, and you can sketch on it straight on the screen, um, and you can ink straight on there using the same or different programs. Photoshopping, one of them, Clip Studio painting another one, Krita, Paint Tool Psy, Mischief. There's there's a million out there, um, but there's a learning curve and you have to figure it out yourself which is a really, really tough thing because you have to figure out which brushes to be able to use which end up working in the way you want. So they work similar to the tools you would use as pen and paper and some of the hurdles are the control, uh, the speed, the scale, um, sometimes the cursor drags behind the stylus uh, so it's there's there are a lot of hurdles in the case of digital art um, but the fun thing in the case of digital art as opposed to doing it traditionally is you always have that undo you have control Z you don't have to save it it, it doesn't actually physically exist just yet um, so there's that advantage. Whereas traditional you've got to use whiteout or white paint to cover up any of your mistakes. And if it's on a special type of paper, you're, you're you could be you could be uh you know, up the creek without a paddle. Uh, <laughs> a concept those, I am um,
0: intimately familiar with when it comes to my own artwork.
2: <laughs> and it, it, it happens all too frequently, so there's advantages and disadvantages to both. Some people are a lot more comfortable on on digital platforms. Some are not. Uh, the biggest reason I want to get into being more familiar with digital is to make a lot of uh, comic making and stuff like that a little more streamlined for myself. Um, so, you know,
1: having experienced the two formats, which do you wh- which would you say you prefer?
2: Oh, any day of the week, I will stick with traditional. Um, I I love my digital and. The, the biggest problem is that I, I, I get obsessed with perfectionism um, of my own work. I nitpick all the details. Um, one of the things that traditional has better than digital is you cannot change the scale um, or the zoom, if you will, on paper. Uh, which you can on digital and so when you do that in digital some people get carried away with trying to trying to get to every tiny detail uh, inside their pieces and that ends up taking way too much time and you can end up really screwing stuff up putting too much detail in there and when you zoom out to the scale that you initially wanted it at it could literally just look like a blob or a mess. Um, So any day of the week I will take traditional uh, but one of the things that, that we have shared at Linktober is something that the Grandmaster himself of Inktober has shared, Jake Parker, uh, is what's called finished, not perfect. And what that is, quite simply, is your goal for each day of Linktober or Inktober is finish the piece. Get it finished. Get it to a state that is finished. as close to finished as possible all that you have time for whatever it is because in the grand scheme of things after the regular practice after you continue to do this time and time and time again you'll end up having become so fast that it will also be a lot closer to what you perceive as perfect so finished not perfect ergo you're getting the completion not the perfection and eventually the skill builds up that you also
1: achieve the perfection. It's kind of a perfect way of thinking about it. Yeah, that's really cool. Mhm. All right, so our next question comes from Spiritual Mass Salesman on our own Discord. Mm-hmm. Uh, Skip is also from there. And he's asking, "Do you like Zelda theorizing? If so, what is your opinion on the downfall timeline and do you like it, hate it, or are you indifferent?"
2: Well, I don't buy too much into the theories on the Zelda games. And I <laughs> I am not someone that agrees with any timeline whatsoever. Um, to put it simply, those of you out there that have seen the newer of the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory movies, so the one that was done by Tim Burton with Freddie Highmore in it from probably like 10 plus years ago, there's a quote that charlie says in it that candy doesn't have to have a reason that's why it's candy and i feel the same way about zelda games they don't have to have a timeline it does not have to relate to one another to be a zelda game i don't like to describe
1: would you ascribe it more to being kind of like its title and where it's the legend of Zelda, not necessarily <laughs> the chronological interpretation of Zelda? <laughs> Settle yeah, a bet. <laughs>
2: it's
1: just it's it's a it's a tale it's a
2: story within a much larger saga, and none of them necessarily have to relate. Do some of them have similar attributes, similar characters, similar stories? Sure, absolutely, undeniably. Does that?
1: Does that then conflict, though, when some games do reference one another in specificity to a timeline, such as Majora's Mask or Twilight Princess? Or even
0: a Breath of the Wild, like, references every single one of them.
2: That's true. Breath of the Wild really does touch on, on all of them. Um, but, uh, no, I just kind of look at them as, like, Easter eggs, fun things for us fans to find. Just being like, oh hey, they put this in here. That's kind of cool. Wee, um, you know. Uh, I don't. I don't necessarily look at those things as like core of uh, of that Zelda game. Again, to me, they all pretty much exist as separate entities. Some may seem like they directly relate, but I take them all as they are. I will. I mean, I'll say this. Of course, the Oracle games are one. So, mm-hmm. as as they are two, but they were released as one, and initially were three, <laughs> cough, cough. <laughs> um, but I will take them as a as one cohesive story, one cohesive Zelda story. And on top of that, not all of them have Zelda in them either, or take place in Hyrule. So there are there are ones that are completely. Off the wall, totally off the wall, like you were just saying, Majora's Mask. It where's where's Zelda? Um, Doesn't take place in Hyrule, Uh, so.
1: I mean, technically, she was in the game.
2: Yeah, but it's not the Legend of Zelda for her.
1: (laughs) It's really no, not in this case. That's right. I always did kind of
0: wonder, like, how is this the Legend of Zelda when? you don't really interact with her at all. Like, not not enough hey, for it to matter.
1: Link needs his story, too. <laughs> okay. Well, Link can and, have uh,
0: his story, but why call it The Legend of Zelda when she has nothing to do with it?
1: I don't know. Because The Legend it? of Link just sounds weird.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it, when you're
1: it, so used the, to one thing. It's the franchise name. So, yeah. like
2: Link, Link's Awakening. It's, it's the fourth game in the series.
1: This the is true. Game. Triforce Heroes. Yeah, there
2: you go. Another one takes place in Hyptopia. Yep, uh, and it just it, there's no there's no Zelda. It's a complete separate adventure.
1: So I do want that leotard though.
0: <laughs> For the interpretive dance. No.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean she says it's unfashionable, but I heavily disagree. That you could do some really fun things with that. Accessorize it a little bit, and you're good.
2: Hey, you know, uh, Princess Leia stayed in that in that in that leotard for a long time too. That's
1: mean. true. That's true.
2: It's got. I mean, it's got to be very durable, uh, relatively comfortable. She figured out how to live life in it. <laughs> so, yeah. but but no, to <laughs> to answer the spiritual mask salesman question, I don't really buy into the theories, and I don't buy into the timeline. I I always skip over that page, um, in the Historia. It doesn't exist to me. Just, <laughs> oops.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Well, back to the Linktober specific questions. Mm. We've got Amber, who's mm. asking. Obviously, Linktober has grown in participation every year.
0: Mm-hmm. Where
1: do where do you see Linktober or hope to see it in the coming years? And what's your favorite drawing you've ever done from all the years of Linktober?
2: Ooh, well, we already answered that last part, but I'll, I'll bring it back. Um, where do I see Linktober? That's a good question. Uh, in space?
1: Yes. Excellent. Okay. On Mars.
2: What, 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 I mean, what's next, right? <laughs>
1: Mass Effect. Linktober. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, well, the crossover nobody know, knew they needed until it happened.
2: Gonna you know, exactly. a wormhole in space and send Linktober. artwork into it.
1: You're gonna look th- if we can draw sexy back. pictures of Malin for Linktober. We can draw sexy pictures of Liara for Linktober, right? <laughs>
0: just, <laughs> just put him in, or, uh, put her in the tunic. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> hey, you know, you
1: Artists, know you I
0: do. need you. <laughs> I need to see this. I us. didn't
1: realize the hero of Twilight was actually the Shadow Broker. <laughs> Okay, so space is out. Oh, <laughs> <Aww>. yeah. Uh, <laughs> space.
2: Um, well, all right. Twilight realm. Roma- Twilight realm. Uh, low rule. No. Um, where do I see Link I just see it continuing its steady growth for many years. Um, hopes and dreams. Uh, I think the obvious one is. I really actually hope that the big N notices us and is just like, oh, this is cool. Maybe we should actually sponsor it. Wink, wink, nudge. Nudge,
0: nudge, nudge, nudge. exactly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, oh, I see thousands of artists around the world have created Zelda art for years uh, in this one particular month and beyond. So maybe
1: it's a thing. Hmm. Well, fortunately for you, the big N en- listens to this podcast yes. frequently. We'll, we'll yeah. send them we'll the episode
0: <laughs> later. We'll make sure they get a copy. Just kind of poke them a little will, bit.
1: I will DM Miyamoto-san and <laughs> Reggie Fissime immediately uh, yeah. upon completion of the episode. They will hear of this and you will be rocketed. To the hey man, stardom.
2: You're, you're in the same time zone as Nintendo of America, so... This is true. I, well, you know. You're, you're good. It's, it's cool. You might be able it's to cool. catch him. You
1: know. yeah. I, I gotta keep it fresh. I mean, Gooey's got an uncle at Nintendo somewhere. <laughs>
2: Has an uncle at Nintendo? Did he like lose him there? Like what? Uh, We're we're
1: not sure. This discussion happened during the Ocarina time run uh, at the marathon, and his current whereabouts are unknown. Much like (laughs) Luigi's after getting espoused by death himself. So yeah, whoopsies. We'll have to wait. We'll we'll see. (laughs) I, I think I think
2: Luigi's Luigi's resurrection and answer may come sooner than Gooey's uncle. I guess, uh, I don't know. You
1: know, as as long as he's able to get tossed off ledges and spiked into ceilings in Smash Ultimate, that's all we really, we're really we really here for. Unless we can get Luigi's Mansion 3. Come on, Nintendo, <laughs> let's go. You know, I got a real question
2: for you, though. In if in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, if we get a Skyloft uh, stage, can you throw the remlet off the stage?
1: Mmm, that's a good question. Because, come on.
2: Who doesn't love throwing that <laughs> jerk of a vampire <laughs> cat off the ledge?
1: Look, I think he's cute, despite his repeated attempts to bite off my cheeks.
2: Super Mario 64, we need we need the we need the snow level where you throw the baby
1: penguin off the side. Well, can we can we just throw the Yetis off of Snow Peak instead? You can try. You can try.
0: Personally, I just I just want to ride a I just want to ride a. A loft wing. That's just give me that, and I'll be happy.
1: In Smash, hey, hear me out though. <laughs> hear me out though. We have a Snowpeak stage, yep. and then we have Ganondorf on it, and he th- just picks up and chucks one of the Yetis off the stage. How how glorious would that be?
2: Yeah, makes sense.
1: You know, get get into the spirit of being an, the evil king of Gerudo. Yeah. Hmm? You know? <laughs> or or better yet, if, if Demise is an echo fighter, which I pray for every day of my life. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> how many hopes and dreams be? for <laughs> Zelda
0: and Smash. So many it's, of them.
1: It's terrible. We've got Skull Kid on the block, we've got impa Gruus is loose. Yes. Still waiting. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, oh god. Still waiting. We want everybody. I don't know about everybody. you, but I
2: want to fight as Tingle.
1: There oh you go. yes. <laughs> Kulu
2: Limpa. Right He's gonna smack story. you with some charts, boy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or at least put put Link in Tingle's costume. Like His B
1: is already designed to put it in the game, because Villager does the same thing he would. Well well
2: hold hold I, I just have to remind remind everyone of the second part of Amber's question there. She did ask what was my favorite piece from all the years of Linktober that I've done. Mm-hmm. Uh, true, true. And as I did say earlier, It was day nine of last year, 2017, which was classic retro when I did the opening of Link's Awakening. So that is, that's my number one.
0: And that is actually an image that you sent to me for, uh, for the header, for the article that we did. So if anybody wants to check it out. And maybe read the article on zeldadungeon.net and make sure to check it out this coming Monday. Hopefully when the podcast comes out, should be available mm-hmm. on this site. And you'll be able to see that image along with a couple of other works that Joel has done, um, including his very first Linktober work, which I thought was adorable. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh. So,
0: but yep. People are gonna to have to check out the article on on the website for that, and hopefully read a little bit more about about Linktober, its history, about Joel himself and his his uh, upbringing in art. But otherwise, sir, do you have any any parting thoughts, any last words for us?
2: Oh yeah, there's always the last word from Linktober, <laughs> and that's Linktober that's our, that's our always gets the slogan. last word. No, 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 no. no. this It's the famous slogan. It's in our emails, it's at the, it's at the footer <laughs> of the website. It's uh, maybe written in Hylian on the back of each and every single one of my sketchbooks. Uh, it's, may the Triforce be with you.
0: Fair enough. And so you guys can all, uh, all check out Linktober on linktober.com, um, all over the internet, social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, Tumblr. Did I miss anything?
2: No, I don't think so.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. And uh, be sure to head on over to iTunes, Podbean, ZeldaDungeon.net to uh, listen to other episodes of the Champions Cast and give us a like, give us a subscribe. And on behalf of Andy, somewhere in Canada, on behalf of Taylor, on behalf of Joel and myself, thank you very much, everybody, for listening this week. And we will see you again next week.
2: Oh. I thought it was Blame Camera.